0: Welcome to the biggest problem in the universe, the show where we discuss every problem in the universe from junk drawers to Star Wars with over five million <laughs> downloads. This is the only show where you decide oh, what should or shouldn't be on the big list of problems. I'm oh. Maddox with me as Dick. Hey, what's up, buddy? And Sean, our audio engineer. Hello. Oh, fuck Star Wars, man. What right out the gates? Dude, uh, somebody owes me 30 bucks back. You <laughs> wait. <laughs> it sounds like you owe yourself 30. How did you spend 30 dollars? Disney,
1: on Disney owes me $30. Plus the 20 that I spent on refreshments. What? Plus my time. Plus wasting two hours of my time, or two hours and 20 minutes of my time at midnight last night. That movie fucking sucks. Wow. Look, it was horrible. It was horrible. It was horrible. Please don't see it. Please, God, don't see it. Whatever you do, don't go see this fucking movie. It's horrible. It's
0: horrible. Okay.
1: It totally negates all three of the first movies. To- totally, because everything's exactly the same. They come back, and the, the the entire galaxy is still fucked. Do you like? Is that in? Im- do- is that a baby or a horse? It's a baby. <laughs> what is the fucking point if the movie starts out where you you got, you won. Everybody risked their lives. A bunch of Bothans were lost to, to get the plans for the Death Star. A bunch of people died to kill the ultimate evil and take back the entire galaxy for the forces of good. And what did it do? Nothing. Everybody still lives in squalor, and there's still stormtroopers and assholes in weird cloaks doing shit. They didn't even change the fucking name of the good guys. They're still called the Rebellion. What are they rebelling against?
0: No, they're not called the Rebellion. They're called, um, it's, uh, it's, It says the Republic, but it's the the rebel
1: factions of the Republic. How are they rebels? Is there a democracy or what? Who the fuck is anyone? And why are they doing anything?
0: Uh, you you better be careful, buddy, because you sound a lot like a Star-Lord right now. A Star-Lord? Yeah. Why? That the movie was horrible? I shit all over Galaxy... Guardians of the Galaxy... And everyone jumped down my throat, and here you are shitting on Not one of the biggest one fucking protagonists.
1: Nobody in that movie wanted to be there. Black guy, coward, wanted to go home. Chick, wanted to go home and deal with her crippling emotional issues. You, you, you're meeting Han Solo. You're getting ready for the adventure of your fucking lifetime, and you want to go home to wait for your parents? Fuck you, then. Where's the regular person? Where is the regular guy who wants to go on the adventure of a lifetime throughout space and meet a bunch? Of stupid Muppets Where's me Where is me In this story <laughs> Nowhere It's a total Piece of shit That uh, Who wrote it J.J. Abrams
0: No Who I don't. wrote
1: it Whoever Whoever wrote it Just wanted to Write a story About a fictional Little girl That they wish They had Which is that chick Who does everything Perfectly all the time And uses a lightsaber For the first time To beat up A Sith Master Like the, that goofy Stupid life. Hey Hey A uh, Sith Master Who gets beat up By a janitor and a woman who's never touched a lightsaber before, who for some reason existed in the middle of nowhere and was not a prostitute. She's a scavenger. Somehow that, somehow that logic makes.
2: Dude, fuck that movie. That's the, it's the first profession. I didn't invent it. I didn't invent it, but it's there for a reason. Do you know how many pissed off emails people are going to get for spoiling this? Yeah, oh, I are you going to no.
0: get <laughs> uh, Sean, I I spoiled this on on Twitter pretty bad. So wait, I wait, wait, uh, wait. What? what? Oh What yeah. did you do? I, spo- <laughs> I I photoshopped a picture of a coffin with the name of a character that dies on in the movie. Oh shit. No, no, no. So so everyone got pissed off at me. And I just want to take that back. For anyone who saw that on Twitter, I'm sorry. Han Solo does not die in this movie. <laughs> Wait, what? Hansel, Are you really apologizing? I, you know, I'm saying, yeah, d- Han Solo definitely does not die in this movie. I'm sorry if, if I upset you. That is definitely not a spoiler. You're fine.
2: I like how that kid looked like an emo version of Rocky from Mask.
0: Yeah, there's even a Twitter account. Uh, <sighs> it was like called the all-ugly
2: cast. Emo it was Kylo the Ren. All
0: ugly cast. Now there's a Twitter account right now. It's a it's a parody called Emo Kylo Ren, uh, where he he just writes really angsty messages to hot topic and things like that, and it's to its parents. Yeah, it's a I, cast of daddy issues. Everyone uh, in that whole fucking movie has daddy issues. Girls waiting for dad. Guy hates his dad. Wants to kill him. I I thought the movie was okay. Uh, it was uh, just fine. It was fine. I'm not. You know. I I feel like I'm in that little um that little island in the middle where nobody like. I don't love it. And I don't hate it. I'd give it a solid six out of 10. It was fine. I fell asleep during the movie. I don't fault that. (laughs) I don't. Damn you and your
1: ratings. (laughs) You told me, we had an argument, Maddox and I had an argument for like an hour and a half about whether Bridesmaids was good, because I thought it was uh, the worst movie I'd seen since Star Wars The Force Awakened. Uh, Before Star Wars The Force Awakens, now it's the second worst movie I've ever seen. And you said it was good. And then I said, well, grade it with a number, like on one to 100. And you said, oh, I'd give it about a 50. <laughs> like,
0: okay, then we—that's awful. That you fell asleep no, during this movie that you think is okay. No, I'd give Bridemaid. Uh, yeah, i like bridesmaids. Uh, is it Bridemaid or Bride? Bride, whatever. I like does matter. Better. I liked it better than Star Wars. Um, but yeah, this uh, Star Wars was fine. it had very high expectations. I don't know if I liked it or if I hated the prequels that much that it makes this movie not suck as much shit. To, I don't know to have a
1: movie. You need somebody who wants to be in the movie. That's Every, it. Everyone Nobody wanted to be wanted in the movie. In Daniel movie. Craig wanted to be in the no, movie no, so bad no, he no, was a no, stormtrooper. No, 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 you need a character.
0: The characters wanted to be there. No, they didn't. They all wanted to leave. <laughs> Admiral Akbar wanted to be there. That guy hasn't been <laughs> yeah. employed in years. He's doing shit since the last movie, since the uh, the, the whatever, the, the this Death Star blew up, the last one. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I know this time they got the planet destroyer, and it's star killer up. star It kills whole stars. Oh, man. yeah, yeah. That's so
1: big. Yeah, kills
0: stars, and you then know, kills planets. I'm surprised I get it. that Admiral Akbar didn't just
1: pop on the screen and go, it's a trap. Hey, everybody, it's a trap. Facebook me and Instagram your favorite star <laughs> memes this Star Wars while you're watching a fucking movie. You're uh. watching a fucking movie. You're watching a fucking movie. That was the entire movie for me. It was just constant. You're watching a movie. You're watching a movie. Like, fuck off. I get it.
3: Oh, you already got my
0: money. Just give me a good movie. You're a hater. It was not. It was not terrible. Had that. Look, it had wasn't this terrible, movie. but you fell asleep in it. So yeah. how would you know? I've fallen asleep through lots of good movies, and I don't fault it to the movie. <laughs> I don't fault to the movie. Like I was just tired, and I had d- those D box seats. So I, th- What's for that? those who don't know, yeah, the D box seats are are. It? It's like that 4D movie experience now that oh, they're they're marketing God. it as right, where you feel your seat shakes and it vibrates and it goes up and down and all this other bullshit. And I turn my sensitivity up. All the way. Hmm. So there was a scene where oh, uh, so you had like a vibrator. You were yeah. watching this movie, riding a vibrator, a Sibian. Oh, it was violent. <laughs> that it was like, real cool. It was like it was <laughs> sitting like a it was like sitting on a rodeo bull watching this movie. And so, it, and it's weird what they decide to aug- uh, accentuate with the with the vibrations. So there's uh. this part where uh, what's her name, Ray, at the beginning, the the chick, um, she takes something and puts it in her holster, and the sh- the seat shook so violently. <laughs> I, I, like, it startled me. It was it was the most violent, like, it, almost like someone just came behind you and just took your seat and just shook it as hard as they could. Uh-huh. Like, what the fuck? If someone was doing that behind me, like, kicking my seat, it, I would lose my mind. And now people are paying a, a premium. People are paying money to get their seats kicked. <laughs> yeah, That's basically. the next step. Because they're, they're not going to make good movies
1: anymore. They're, they're all just going, it's more special effects. Now, in theater effects, soon they'll have, like, analog, uh, personalized effects where a guy will just sit behind you and jiggle you. Or yeah. laugh at your little, yeah. a guy will be sitting there waiting for you to comment in his ear and then go, oh, good one, good one, good joke, good joke. Yeah. Just
0: uh, get a little affirmation for all your uh-huh. all your uh-huh. your witty quips. More more like something's awakening. Oh good, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's real funny. Yeah. The fifth the fifth D experience. Anyway. Yeah, it was fine, man. What do you expect? They had look, for a movie with as high expectations as this movie, uh, they did okay. Like they could have done way worse. They could have been a- as bad as any of the prequels. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't great. The dialogue like was a little cr- clunky. Um, uh, some of the scenes didn't need to be there. The whole, the whole first o- o- opening act with uh, what's his name, the uh, the pilot, you could cut that entire thing out of the movie. He had yeah. nothing to do. Nothing with Nothing to do with anything. But uh, you know,
1: and they- what? Why? Why did they need the force to torture that girl? They put her in the torturing room to get the information out of her. And he's like, oh, I'll use the force. Doesn't work. Like, huh? Oh, I guess we're fucked then. What happened? Do they not have knives in the future, in a long time ago, in a galaxy far away? Yeah, maybe they don't. I don't know. Yeah, That's don't know. why everyone Fuck. uses uh, lightsabers instead of swords. Don't go see it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, okay. Do yourself a favor. Don't go see it. Don't- I convinced my brother in law to run away from home essentially at midnight to go see it because his wife was sleeping. His wife was knocked out for like 10 minutes. I'm like, hey, let's go see. Let's go see Star Wars right now while the warden's asleep. Uh, And he's like, oh, I don't know. If she wakes up, she'll be pissed. And I'm like, "Uh, you do want to come see the Star (laughs) Wars
0: movie with me. Well, speaking of the Force. Speaking of
2: homeschool? (laughs) Speaking of problems, (laughs) what What were the problems? Did you just say brother-in-law and then his wife? Yeah. Yeah, which I mean, that's technically accurate, isn't it? What do you want? Oh, my sister, Sean. (laughs) So
1: sorry, my sister. It was weird. Oh my god. Hey,
0: speaking of weird guys, (laughs) it was weird. The biggest problem from last week in the universe was homeschooling. Oh yeah, and then disgusting. And then Elf on a Shelf. Yeah, I agree. Homeschooling is disgusting. Then Elf, (laughs) Elf on a Shelf, and then dead last. Not even a problem in the negatives. Christmas trees.
1: Christmas trees, Dick.
0: That's bullshit. So, Dick, uh, last last episode when I brought in homeschooling, we we debated a lot of stuff. We debated like what is the stats and why didn't you bring in any? I did bring in some. I mentioned that eighty five percent of the people who are homeschooled do it for religious reasons, and that it's really difficult. Uh, I did way more research. Uh, just to, just to confirm, like how scarce these studies were about homeschoolers, and mm-hmm. the few studies that I found were all written, were all done by people who worked at ecclesiastical schools, like uh, uh, like archdiocese schools, Catholic schools, big advocates for homeschooling, and they were also kind of championing the religious aspect of it. They were saying, well, it's a good thing because you can teach them religious studies at home, et cetera, et cetera. That doesn't necessarily invalidate the homeschool learning experience. And in doing more research I found that the majority of people on YouTube who are homeschooled liked the experience. Uh, uh, and of sure, course it sounds awesome. Yeah, of course of course you don't have they to like it. deal the with a bunch of shitheads screwing
1: around in class making unfunny jokes. Well yeah, while you, you're trying to learn while I'm there trying to learn no. about spelling sure. and reading, <laughs> teach me how to read please and spell this yeah. bullshit I will never need to know in my entire life. Oh sure. Teach me about you and your, please, so I can get on Facebook and look smart. That's the wrong version of your. That's the wrong version of your. Yeah. I learned it in school because yeah. I was paying
0: attention. Don't be a mush mouth. Learn. Learn fucking grammar so you don't sound like an idiot. Um, what I did find, in fairness, is that the majority of people who do go to college, go on to college, who have homeschooled, uh, do well in college. And they do well on their ACT and SAT tests. Um, however, they're, they're only testing people who get to that point where they're in college like it, again it's hard to test people who aren't in the system if you're dropping out before that and also they count homeschooled students as anyone who's had any amount of homeschooling so if you did one grade at at home because you were moving or you were traveling someplace or you were sick uh, for a year or whatever they count you as a homeschooled student so it's kind of wishy-washy it's all over the place however I had some clips I didn't get a chance to play last episode uh-huh. this is from a kid named Micah Buzan on YouTube, and he loved his homeschooling experience. And he talked about how uh, it was kind of a, a culture
3: shock for him when he when he transferred to a private school. Listen to this. Hello, I'm Mikey Buzan, and I was homeschooled. Fix your fucking audio, Michael. Yep, I'm a homeschooler, but homeschooling was definitely it's like the best time of my life. And that all changed when I went to private school in seventh grade. Oh. Complete culture shock to my homeschool brain. I Just like everyone. Uh, yeah,
0: well, well it, there's Mark. Yeah, yeah. I that's don't want to pause list. the video. I'd gone
3: in with the expectations that everyone was going to be like homeschool people at Good Shepherd Academy, but they weren't. There are were all these social rules, and <laughs> there was a dress code, and
1: that sucks. Heavy yeah.
3: emphasis on grades. And it was really oh, no. it Sucks as well. very confusing. It was the worst year of my life, actually, seventh grade. Yeah? Yep, hated it. Sucks. Yep, hated it. <laughs> now, listen to this. A tie Here,
0: with every other year. Here's here's what happened to him. <laughs> worst year of my life. Here's what happened to him. <laughs> here's when he showed up to the first day of, of, of class, uh, his first outside homeschool class. Can I class. guess?
3: Did he get his pants pulled down? <laughs> well, he wasn't wearing pants. Listen to this. Oh. I showed up with a pink and purple backpack. And I had duct tape wrapped around my shoes because okay. I wanted to be like Sonic. I had a Pokemon <laughs> shirt on, Aww. and I had shorts, which were against the dress code. This uh. is a private school. There's a, you know, a dress code and all these rules. And
0: he wanted
1: to be like it was Sonic. So
3: confusing. Yeah. He showed up to his first day of
0: school, his first day of class, dressed up as Sonic because he hasn't been socialized, and he doesn't know these are social rules. This is obviously a joke. No, it's not! This guy has lots of YouTube videos. Look up his YouTube channel. He's always uh, advocating homeschooling, and he's talking about all these things that he did. He's just a a, a weirdo. So
1: homeschooling is bad because he didn't learn how to conform to your expectations? No, it's
0: not about conforming to expectations. It's about Uh, understanding social norms. You don't show up to a bar where shorts and flip-flops and expect to get in, because you know that socially that's not accepted. I do. I've been denied from many bars for wearing shorts and flip-flops. There you go.
1: Never at the Pacific Dining Car, which is why I go there. Garbage. Why is... What is the deal with Sonic and autism? (laughs) Why do autisms (laughs) like Sonic so
3: much? Okay, it's not... Sean, do you have any opinion on... Why
1: does every... Autist, how do you, what's the correct term? Autist. Autismo? Just Why autist. does every autismo like Sonic the Hedgehog so much?
0: Just- I, I think Sonic's cool. <laughs>
1: they just they just draw
2: him over and over again and, yeah, make, they do. and make 3D they models. Do. No, they
0: don't, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. But they even make this just guy. Just really cool kids sometimes make Sonic. They make really cool 3D renders of Sonic. Sometimes. Sonic's hey, awesome, He's, he, he, he does have to go fast Sonic's the fastest <laughs> He's gotta outrun the autism That's always chasing
1: him I'll get
0: you, Sonic. Shut up, what an asshole I think Sonic's great, I love Sonic um, I, Wait, my, wait, I got another clip Oh, another yeah, clip wait, wait. This Yeah, guy. this I got another clip, it's not this guy, There's another one okay. Dick. This, this kid, now I'm not sure if you have a time machine hidden somewhere And you went back in time and made this YouTube video But this sounds so much like oh, you Oh,
1: really? Yeah. It sounds
0: cool He's a real cool kid, cool with a K His name's Trevor Moran uh, here's this video. Listen to this. He's talking about the virtues of homeschool. Listen to this. Okay.
4: What's up, everybody? It's Trevor Moran. It's cool. TGIF, and the theme this week on O2L is yeah. homeschooling versus public school. A lot of you guys already know this, but I am actually (laughs) homeschooled. I do online school. Actually. Praise Lord, it is the best Uh, thing uh, uh, in the world. I've had to do this because I am so busy. And it's good that I can miss days and work on the weekends. And it's just, it's a big bundle of fun. Let's start off with pros and cons. A pro of homeschooling. You can eat whenever you want. Can you do that at public school? No.
1: I don't think so, bro.
4: Pro number two of homeschool. I don't have a specific time to wake up or arrive anywhere. We're plus 1 for a Trevy. Boom, that's two a two pro, bro. <laughs> I Got nothing. Yeah, he's
0: got nothing for uh, as a pro for public schools. Hey, this kid, there is no pro. It's a, it, that was like public the, school sucks. That was like the verbal version of riding on a skateboard.
2: That kid was weird from the word go. I believe he was yeah. homeschooled. Guys, oh, that yeah, they, that they all kid are, was cool. They're all weird. The other guy I'm not convinced of. <laughs> you
1: guys aren't fucking cool. That kid is cooler than both of you. Yeah. He's got a sick-ass soundtrack. He's making his own TGI Friday variety show on YouTube.
0: Yeah. No, he is cool. He's He's too cool. Yeah. Too cool for school. He's cooler, literally. cooler he's, than shit. How about that? He's literally too cool for school. <laughs> you want to be cool as shit? That kid's cooler than shit. Yeah, he's. I think he's exactly cool as shit.
1: I brought in, I got a bunch of pro-homeschool and anti-homeschool voicemails. The problem is everybody had such a personal connection with homeschool yeah. that they all were, they're all enormous voicemails. Um, I'll, play, I'll play this one. Tell me if you want to hear more.
2: Hey, this is that fuckhole who called in last week. So like I'm listening, you know, although I'm very proud to have been a, a caller featured on the show, I'm also a homeschooler, you fucks.
0: Yeah, and I can tell because tell of you, your voice.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. I was in college by the time I was 15, cool. computer science. I was getting shots handed to me left and right by jocks. Drinking. Yeah. And I was banging girls who were over 18, <laughs> granted they look like. Fucked up squirrels. So you were
0: sexually abused. Go I on. I'm clean. And I
2: had those <laughs> moments because I was fucking homeschooled. Mysterious. You're all right. You're the sound of reason on this fucking vessel of bullshit. <laughs> what? It's a tight ship, but you guys sure do sail on the sea of bullshit.
4: Hmm.
2: Mysterious right.
0: disagreed
1: with you, Peace you out. idiot.
2: Bye.
3: Yeah,
0: well, there's your homeschool education. Home school. So he, so he, he was statutory raped. and yes. drinking. That's statutory awesome. Uh, illegal alcohol consumption. Well, oh, age is just a number. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, age is just a number that can get you thrown in jail, right, Jared?
1: Like someone's gonna. Like it's totally different when the chick is older. Come on, nah. 15,
0: 15 year fifteen-year-old dude and an eighteen-year-old chick. That's. Is there's that is wrong? something. There's something psychologically not baked. With, Where's the abuse with adolescents. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you, Sean. No. There's something psychologically not baked with adolescents that makes them kind of fucked up, and oh. it makes you fucked up to have sex with them <laughs> when yeah. they're that young.
1: But an 18 year old chick, they're rock solid. No, every, I don't think every so. single
0: 18 year old chick I've ever talked I, to, she's got it all figured out. I wouldn't hook up with an 18 year old. Just uh, uh, at a glance, I, I probably wouldn't. Um, it would have to be. I mean, no, it's just weird and creepy. Um, well, it is easier.
1: Here is a list of people who are homeschooled. Lewis Carroll, you know him? Yeah. Alice in Wonderland. Right. Uh, Andrew Jackson. Okay. You think you're better than him? Yeah, I do. Jackson. Mozart. Yeah. Homeschooled. Are you aware of that? Yeah. Do you think but,
0: Mozart was in public school getting but, held back instead of at home writing symphonies? Hold on. Mozart's an exception. He <laughs> he had he had talent coming out the ass. If you are a prodigy and you're writing full symphonies by the age of six, yeah, you you get a free pass. You can you can drop out of traditional school and focus
1: on okay. your career. Well, Taylor
2: the, Swift.
0: Taylor How about
1: exactly the same? Pretty much. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what was the normal education back in those days, though?
1: Oh, stop, shot It was Who mostly homeschooled anyway. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. All right. Uh, his so dad, you won. And his
0: dad was an instructor, too. Mozart's dad. Emma um, Watson. Hot as
1: shit. She was homeschooled.
0: Well, else, yeah. Also a pain in the ass. Big pain in the ass. Uh, I got a comment from Josh Giovelli. He says, hey, Dick. The effect on these kids is that they grow into adults that don't have necessary skills and knowledge to function in society or the scientific education they missed out on leads them to realize that they want to be a scientist. But they're 28, miss the free ride for years of college, they have bills and can't afford the classes and just want to get a simple degree to get a leg up in the career they wish they had a chance at earlier in life. If that sounds very specific, it's because it is. And he says, "I know and believe a parent should be able to parent as they see fit, but there is a limit. We don't allow parents to mercilessly beat their children as a form of discipline, and with good reason. Controlling every facet of their education has a potential for abuse. I, I totally agree with that. If you, yeah, if you are getting your your lecture and lesson plan from a parent who is also responsible for feeding you and giving you your vacation and toys and allowance and everything else, it puts an intense pressure on you to not dissent and not challenge anything you're taught. Yeah, that should be. You should have pressure on you to do well in school. And by the way, not everyone
1: is terrified of their parents like you are. I'm I, not I, terrified of my this parents. Is every, every
0: example you give is these authoritarian parents. A lot of parents raise and teach with love. Like the opposite of what you're describing. Well, just because you have good intentions doesn't mean that you're doing the right thing. Um, Here's the problem. A lot of people don't understand really what a good teacher really is. I, I used to date a teacher for a long time, and I'm very close to a lot of teachers. And this specific school, the teachers are required to make lesson plans every single night and they go home, and this isn't like some worksheet that you're getting that day. They're making custom-tailored lessons for you based on their pedagogical experience. They look online to see what other teachers are doing, what other schools have done, what works and what doesn't, and then they custom tailor their lesson to the classroom. And if there's any student who doesn't understand it, they are trained to recognize that. Parents are not. Just like that girl who I quoted in the New York Times article who said that my child is very gifted and has a very special brain and whatever. You, It's the Dunning-Kruger effect. Effect, but it's even worse because it's your own spawn who you are predisposed to thinking higher of than other children because you created it. You can't you can't just avoid that cognitive bias. You need someone who doesn't have skin in the game on that level to be able to tell your kid, "Hey man, you're fucking up. Hey hey buddy, you need to study this a little bit harder. You need to do this thing. You need to do that thing." Parents aren't doing that. I'm amazed we can get that for so cheap. Well. Dick, it's a miracle
1: we can get all that stuff for what forty thousand a year? That's, well, what a great I mean, deal! I mean, what's the going? What do you think? What do you think they should get paid? I just think it's it's very impressive that we figured out how to hire all these uh, custom tailoring learning solutions for developing minds Dick, for such a cheap price. It's he great. thinks it
0: doesn't exist. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> hey, Dick, Dick thinks think that like money necessarily correlates to, like the people no, who no, are I'm just teachers. Happy. No, no, but the can te- we get it cheaper? No, the people who are teachers. Are not doing it for money, No because shit. they could go into the private sector. I didn't even call that money. They could go into the private sector and make way more money doing well, anything they assumption. wanted to. No, they could. I had a teacher at uh, at the University of Utah. He was way overqualified for teaching at the school. He was a fellow at uh, Princeton mm-hmm. and in physics. And he is one of the inst- the professors who who was instrumental in creating blue laser. Blue laser technology for Blu-rays. This was back in 1996. I was talking to this guy, and he was teaching my class. The only reason he was doing it is because he liked to ski. He wanted to be in Utah because he liked laziness. to ski. Laziness. No. That's why he became a teacher? No, it's not laziness, Dick. Uh, the, the teachers who are teachers are doing it because they have a passion for teaching. They mm. actually like to do it. And you can tell there's a world of difference between a good and a bad teacher. Mm-hmm. A good teacher likes to be there and enjoys teaching. Meanwhile, parents have kids because they hate kids. That's a, I'm right? not saying you don't. I'm not saying you don't <laughs> love your kid. Just because you love someone doesn't mean you know what's best for them. I'm winding you up. I I, I, I get what you're saying. Right. It's fine. I just don't. Do you want? Do you have more points to make on homeschooling? I do. It, the bottom line is this: I read all the comments. Some people who said they had a great homeschooling experience and they went on to have very successful careers, which is Others, what the numbers say. Like you have to admit, the stats say they do better. There than are there are no school. stats. Dude. I got dude. I got a
1: peer reviewed study done by. Uh, let me find this guy. It's so Michael Kogan. No, I don't know. Let me find it. Um, Eric, Eric, something. I'll link to it. Um, What's the name of the study? Let's hear it. It's got. Let's see. Major findings include the achievement tests of scores of homeschool students are exceptionally high. The median scores are typically in the seventh to eightieth percent. Twenty-five percent of homeschool students are enrolled one or more grades above their age level public and private school peers. That's a big. That's a pretty big stat. A quarter of them come in an entire grade level above their public school counterparts Yeah, yeah but those
0: are only the the parents who are reporting their students as being homeschooled. Some some of them never make it that far and those students who don't you don't ever hear about them. They get shipped to China to make iPhones. What happens to them? No, they become they I don't know. I don't know what happens to them. The median uh,
1: income for homeschool families is significantly higher than all the families with children in the United States. Almost all almost all homeschool students come from married I don't know. It's a big there's a lot of factors in this. Um he but he does bend over backwards to say it's not conclusive that homeschooling is better, although that's what the numbers are saying here.
0: Yeah, no. The, first of all, uh, Dick, first homeschooling isn't even practical—a practical option for most people because parents work. Parents have shit to do.
1: Yeah, they went to pay taxes to build public schools.
0: No, they w- sometimes work to put food on the table as well. They're not just working to put to. Fund public schools, and and by the way, there are good and bad public schools. There's good and bad homeschooling experiences. I'm not denying that. And and someone on Twitter tweeted at me and said, "Hey Maddox, don't, can't you see any? Can't you see any advantage to uh to homeschooling? Can't you see any pros for it?" I'm like, "Of course I can." There's lots. Of, there's lots of pros to homeschooling if you have a good teacher, if you have good parents who are trained. But that's not that's not what I brought in. I brought it in as a problem, and I'm not going to argue for homeschooling when I think it's a problem. Uh, okay.
1: Yeah. Um. I got a. I got a prank email.
0: No, your I'm prank done with
1: school. Did you have more, more to say No, on? no. Okay. Like, we get these prank emails all the time where people send in stuff that's obviously fake because they want it to get read on the show, so then they can go in the comments and say, ha, 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 Yeah. you guys reacted to something that's obviously fake. You're stupid. I can gonna spot those. I'm going to read this one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Tell me. S- s- I spotted this one immediately. Yeah. So I- see if you can do the same. It says, uh, Dear Dick, Maddox, and Sean, uh, it's from Mia. I started listening to your show when I was diagnosed with cancer. Okay, already, probably fake. Well, right. I don't know. You guys really pulled me out of a state of crying from unhappiness to the point of tears from laughter. So, right, she was depressed, and this podcast turned that depression into merriment. That that doesn't sound fake. That sounds totally fake. This is obviously a fake email. I'm happy to say that I'm now still in remission. And I'm so excited to see what next year holds in your continuing regular and bonus episodes, which you can buy on the site for $1.99. That's not in the email. I'm adding that. I just want to thank you so much for being such a welcomed form of happiness in a pretty shitty time of my life, yours truly. Mia,
0: so better luck next time, Mia, with these joke, these joke emails. Right, that was not a joke email, Dick. That sounded like a sincere email. You're welcome, Mia. Glad that the show offers you some reprieve from your suffering. That sounds awful. Um, but uh, no, but seriously, th- uh, thank you for listening, and we're glad that uh, we have listeners out there.
2: And Dick is an awful person.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, that's, oh, no, that's I'm not- <laughs> the awful
2: person just because I
0: can spot a fake. That's not a fake. <laughs> hey, uh, before we move on to the problems, I got a, I got a song, Dick. This is from Christopher Strand.
1: Oh, cool. I like that yeah, guy.
0: Listen to this. New song from Christopher Strand. It's, uh, it's about my wedding services because I did that wedding veil review a long time ago.
5: So oh, it's, a, yeah. it's a commercial for my wedding services. I think you'll enjoy this. Are you about to get married? Do your beloved friends and family sound like this? Uh, well, I want to <laughs> eat, but I don't want to be the first. Uh. Then oh, yeah, you should right. call Maddox's <laughs> wedding services. He doesn't mind opening trays of food. If I show up at a party and I see a big
0: table full of trays, no one's touched, uh, aluminum foil on top. Guess what? I'm opening them. I'm gonna eat, and I'm gonna be the first to
5: eat. He'll tell those picky eaters and vegans, no. Uh. You're a picky
0: eater. Stay home. We're not gonna invite you.
5: No one's dancing. Maddox has it covered. This fucking uh, dipshit
0: wedding I'm at. No one's dancing because they they fucking planned it shitty and they ordered, they invited a bunch of shitty coward guests who aren't dancing. I'll fucking get up there. I'll dance.
5: Great. If this sounds like what your wedding might need, visit MaddoxWeddingServices.biz. Like this satisfied customer.
1: There's Maddox out there by himself before the bride and the groom have their first dance because he doesn't understand wedding protocol. Dancing some weird Middle Eastern dance,
5: screaming at the band to
1: play,
4: and that they're all cowards.
5: 10 out of 10. Unsure about the wedding night? Call now and ask for the backs of Sand package for advice from a self-proclaimed sexpert. You
0: guys don't even understand the level of expertise when it comes to sex sex that I have.
5: Don't let your special day be ruined (laughs) by special (laughs) people. If you call Maddox the wedding guy today, he'll turn your wedding from this. (sighs) Into this. Cool. Cool.
0: Yeah. Sounds like that homeschool kid from earlier made this song.
5: Yeah. Now that's Um. more like it. Don't be a jerk. Let Maddox do the work. By hiring Maddox's wedding services, you we agreed to provide Maddox with the following. Bicycle parking, soup, a bottle of hot sauce, and fireball cinnamon whiskey. Food allergies will be tested. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. Says a well-adjusted, socially-adjusted man from public school. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dick, you got a problem? Oh, yeah. I got a, oh, oh. I got a quick one. Um... Spending too much on Christmas presents. Okay, That's not, we're past pre- Christmas, right? This is, I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna this bring in Christmas presents all year. This is our year. first post Christmas <laughs> episode. So my life coach. Uh, I call my life coach up like last week, week and a half ago, maybe maybe two weeks ago, because my my cousin in Nebraska wants to go hog hunting. Cool. And here is the here is the catch: we can get a helicopter. We can go helicopter. Hog hunting. Hunting
0: mm. big-ass
1: boars and hogs and javelinas or whatever they got, wherever we're going, from a helicopter.
0: Yeah. Right? I don't know. I mean, like pretending cool. we're in
1: Vietnam. We're like, blah,
0: blah, 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 blah. Sure, okay. Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, for, like, 1500 bucks. So I'm like, oh, my God, I'm calling my friend up. Like, dude, we're going we're going hog hunting. This is going to be amazing, right? Sure. These guys are from the Midwest. They're bringing Midwest guns. I'm embarrassed to bring my guns to this. Yeah, Except what, are they got a-
0: muskets out there?
2: Except there's a dirt road to get there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sean, Sean gets stuck Sean, and turns around. <laughs> we have a helicopter, Sean, you prick.
2: Oh. We can
0: fly over
1: any dirt road.
2: Yeah. Might We're gonna currents. drive into
1: the helicopter.
2: You have to get to the helicopter.
1: Yeah, there's yeah. a dirt
0: road to the helicopter. Just uh, come
1: pick me up, yeah. I imagine. Okay. So my life coach says, oh, I can't, I'm saving I'm saving money. I can't do this. I don't know what's become of me in my marriage and in my old age, but I can't do that. I'm saving money. I'm like, you're saving 500. You're, you're bailing on hog hunting to save $500. Like, okay. If that's what, if that's, if that's your guiding principle, this is once in a lot. Li- Have I ever asked you to go helicopter hog hunting before?
0: Right? This is yeah. a memorable experience. What do sure. you want to do it? I uh, th- I would rather go hog hunting on ground by foot like God intended rather than this remote control <laughs> bullshit where we're sitting there with whoa, whoa, technology. What control? do we need like stealth stealth bombers to kill these fucking pigs? They're just pigs, man. Yeah, I, give me a crossbow and put me in a swamp somewhere. I'll fucking kill a hog. Wait, do you think it, it is, is a drone? You, why did you mean in remote, remote control? Sh- well, it's it feels like remote control. If you're just sitting in a helicopter, the pilot takes you to a hog, there you go. Here it's you feel like a lazy idiot. Like Dick Cheney doing that uh, shooting ducks at that reserve where they're driving him around with a, in a Jeep. Get the fuck out and fat ass and walk around. Kill him like you're supposed to. <laughs> Jump on its back and with- stab it in the neck with a, your arrow. <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Okay,
1: yeah. so he bails. Like, okay. Well, whatever. So la mia. I'm going to go by myself. I'm going to go have a helicopter hog hunting trip all by myself. Me and my cousin are going to go, fuck you. So I get a text from my life coach uh, Christmas Day, and he goes, oh, no. I really fucked up. Uh-oh. This is the fuck up to end all fuck ups. I'm like, oh, what did you do? He said he waited till the last minute to buy his wife of, like, two years a Christmas present. Uh-oh. He said, I was, really pr- I was really under the gun. I was really pressed for time. And she's always been talking about wanting to get a hot air balloon ride. right? So he popped on the Google, hot air balloon ride, and he goes, boom, purchased. He goes, it was a little, it was more than I wanted to spend, right? It was Uh. more than I wanted to spend. So I was already, I was already really far in the hole uh, on it. Like he wanted to spend a couple hundred bucks because he's trying to save money. He ended up spending like, Uh, you know, like eight hundred, nine nine hundred bucks on this on this uh, hot air. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot, right? Yeah. So she opens it. They're all over at her family's house. She opens it and she goes, "Oh my god, a hot air balloon ride and in Napa Valley! This is great!" And everybody's like, "Oh my god, what a what an expensive present! What a wonderful (laughs) present that you just got her." I can't believe you would spend that much on it. He goes, what do you mean?
0: Napa Where's Valley. Na- isn't
1: Napa Valley like an hour away? Wine country. Said, no. It's uh, nine hours away. It's next to San Francisco, you dumb yeah. shit. It's where, like, people go on, it's where bachelorette parties for, from, like, the OC go yeah. to drink all weekend yeah. and blow a
0: ton of daddy's money. It's, it's implied <laughs> that you're going to stay oh. at some fucking winery.
2: Yeah. Well, this guy was homeschooled.
0: Yeah, was he really? <laughs> no, no, no,
2: no, no. He wasn't. He wasn't. <laughs> he was not. No,
1: oh, okay. no. So he's texting me this while well, she is on the internet looking up like um, vacation bungalows in Napa yeah, Valley for a th- uh, one thousand a night, like sure. a 1, thousand, twelve hundred a night with like Stupid. luxury romantic bungalow mm. cruises. So this idiot just dropped can't go hog hunting for a couple hundred dollars, but just dropped three uh, k. On his wife's Christmas present. Yeah. Talk about spending too much money on Christmas. Stupid. That's all big
0: mistake. Hey, uh, you could you could solve it sounds like his gift was a solution to both problems because he could have taken his wife hog hunting in a hot air balloon. <laughs> huh? Take the hot air over the Midwest! That's a, that, now, that's fucking hog hunting, because then you don't really have control over the hot air balloon. The wind's blowing you whichever way you go. Oh, my gosh. You're, you're blowing okay. away from the
1: hog. You got to get better aim. So you think that the, the technology is the issue for yeah. you? you don't I don't want too much control. No. You want to even the score. I, I think that if you, yeah.
2: There's an element of risk to it. You don't know who's going to win. You could kill the hog, or you could fly into power lines and die.
0: Yeah, yeah Sean. There yeah. you go. Or you could I, drink too much and fall out of the basket. Hilarious! I think it'd be so funny if you di- if you broke your neck hog hunting because th- that's a story that everyone's gonna ask. I mean, not you obviously, but they're gonna ask your friends like, "What the hell happened to uh the- <laughs> Wait, dimmy, that, that idiot. not you obviously? Because your your neck is broken. Well, yeah, but it's gotta happen to one of your friends. <laughs> you yeah, but would you would say that to anyone I- that you were telling the story to. Dick, I would be the friend, your friend, who would tell your friends later after yeah. you died hog hunting and broke your neck, and I'd say- be like, "Yeah, he fell out. He got too drunk." Oh, I get it. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I'd be that guy. I just don't know why you said not you obviously to me when it would always be one of your friends doing it. No, no, like, I'm saying not you, not you specifically. Like, whoever died, you wouldn't be telling that story, obviously, because you're dead. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. I thought I meant, you meant yeah. you didn't want me to die. I, mis- I, misinterpreted, <laughs>
1: die. I
0: misinterpreted what <laughs> you're saying. Uh, hog hunting. Yeah, man, Um, there's also this, uh, this company that has made this new type of tracking system for, uh, it's, a, it's a scope that does auto tracking for guns, real guns. And they call it uh, democratizing... Uh, precision or democratizing aim oh that's and cool so what it does is it uh it does it's basically this this uh, little monitor as your scope that tracks motion of the target and when Whoa. it moves a little bit you press the trigger once to track it and then you press it again to fire and it automatically calculates the right trajectory and aim and adjusts just slightly so it hits your target like 90 percent of the time wow i think i that, need two of those yeah i would i would never i I would never take something like that hunting. I think that takes everything out like basically you're just pressing a button and then killing killing meat I think that's stupid, yeah, but it doesn't give you something cool to say
1: after you've done it that's still in that's still on you you need like a <laughs> right. gun that'll also spit out like a cool catchphrase
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's the, that's version uh, two it's going to say good job on the screen or a little, a little LED like way to go man or uh <laughs> maybe it'll be written by that uh, cool kid who was homeschooled earlier Trevi Trev.
1: I like that guy. All right, that that's my problem. Everyone's probably feeling a little bit of buyer's remorse, yeah. Right now, right? We all get excited for the holidays and spend too much, and then you never get the reaction you want. No, for man. These
0: presents. Back in Utah, I used to spend thousands of dollars on my friends, and I think I mentioned this on the podcast. I'm not sure, but it always left me feeling empty inside. Mm-hmm. Like I, I hate. Like I would spend so much money, and I never felt like they fully appreciated the gifts I bought them, and I never felt like. Like, you know, I, I expect them to just open up my gift and think, oh, wow, cool. You know, yeah. that, that when something.
1: you would never do that, like, you don't go to the store and buy, like, a video game and then get it in the car and go like, oh, my God, wow, I just bought myself this video game. Like, you want a reaction that's totally unnatural
0: oh, when dick. you give somebody a present. No, that is exactly how I react when I get in my car. Are you kidding me? I bought a video game this weekend. I was so excited. I sat in the car looking at the cover and, like, pouring over the back. I still put the game I put the game in my system and then I go to the options every single time. First, I want see all the options right oh, I, it's God. like a new car i want to like feel it like oh what what can i tinker with here what's going on over here and then i never change anything because i want to try the game uh, as they intended as they intended yeah, the native intended. Experience. like listening to an lp yeah 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 i, I go through that <laughs> ritual no no you got me wrong buddy <laughs> But as far as <laughs> as far as spending money on, on friends goes, like I, I decided a long time ago, I, I sent an email to all my friends saying, "Hey guys, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm no longer I'm no longer buying Christmas gifts this year. Don't buy me anything, please." Uh-huh. And I changed my policy to if I see anything that I think you might like throughout the year, I'm just gonna buy it for you. I've done it for you, Dick. I got you some uh, action figures. A yeah, long time those are ago. cool. Yeah, because yeah. we Dick and I are both huge fans of what's Angry his name? Angry Youth Comics. Ryan Ryan North? North. Yeah, Ryan North. Angry Youth Comics. They're and hilarious. We got. We
1: found this. We were walking through this comic store and we found these in the very back, and they're um, they're obscene. Like, they make they make no sense from one panel to the other. The stories just go in tangents, and they're highly scatological. Like, th- yeah. in three panels, someone will be swinging from a rope like Tarzan, and the rope is made out of feces. Yeah. And then they'll, they'll swing, and, like, their erection will go into, like, Hitler's ass.
0: Oh, yeah. It's, that's,
1: like, that's a, a possible comic. I'm just making that up. But we got so excited about these comics, we started showing them to everybody to be, like, brand. Like, you gotta look at this comic that we secretly found. And everyone... Yep. Hated them yeah. <laughs> and didn't think they were funny.
0: I have alienated myself from certain people in my life because I showed them this comic and really pushed it a little too hard. Uh, these com- like these, com- these comics are a little bit racist. Yeah. There's there's one, um, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. They're, like they can be like some of them are like uh, you know on that on that line and maybe they fall over the line a little. bit. A little bit. bit more racist than the Star Wars aliens. Uh, well, right, a little no. bit. No, I <laughs> I think the Star Wars aliens are a new bar. Yeah. Okay. All By right. the way, did you see that Neimoidian clip we cl- we posted on the website? It, oh yeah, that girl. She made those the full size Nemoidians and the way she like caresses the body, Yeah, oh, kind of weird. Um. Okay. Anyway, man, that I got? did the best reaction for uh, the best dollar to reaction.
1: I got. I got my nephew little Lego men from the Lego movie. Yeah, and which are were like three dollars a piece, right? Yeah. Nothing, nothing, yeah. right? Everybody's showering this guy with gifts, and I got him just little little Lego guys. Right? He opens it up. He's three. He goes oh
0: my god <laughs> like, <laughs> one by one i was like oh my god yeah. All right. rain it uh, curb your enthusiasm there yeah so, that's when you nailed yourself yeah i got a girl toaster one year she hated it awful that was she was saying she wanted a toaster for years <laughs> and then i finally i got her toaster hate it. i got her toaster oven so I, it's one step better and yeah. that was like the big gift and t- huge letdown and by the way i yeah, spent a like huge letdown, yeah man. but that was in addition to like I I spent uh, like $800 that year for Christmas, and that that was like one of the gifts I got. I got like gift cards and movies and and clothes, and it's just I feel like nothing really clicks. Nothing ever hits. I, I throw everything in the wall. Nothing sticks. Everything falls flat. So, I, you know, I, I decided a long time ago, I'm going to spend the money on me, and I've been so much happier. I spend money on myself, and I love myself, and I know exactly what I want, and I feel great. I, I, I travel the world. I, I went to Paris the first year. I told mm-hmm. my friends I wasn't buying a gift. I mm-hmm. I took the budget I had for Christmas gifts, spent it on myself, and I went to London and Paris, and I had the best time, man. Uh, Great life tip. Yeah. Then Merry Christmas to you, me. You got a problem? We're... I do. I got, a, I got a big problem, Dick. Okay. It's... Called filter bubbles. Oh. Yeah, filter bubbles. Uh, this is something. It's not really clear what it what it means. Can uh, I can I guess what I think it means? Okay. What those those
1: pictures? Like the guys will take a picture of a girl in a bikini and they'll put big circles on it and fill in the area between the circles, and it tricks your brain into thinking that they're naked.
0: Oh yeah. Under the
1: under the circles. It's weird. It's a weird phenomenon. But I wouldn't say that's a problem because I think that's a solution. Yeah,
0: you're. It's implied
1: nudity. That's yeah, it. it's yeah. a little bit closer. It's asymptotically a little bit closer. Well,
0: those are definitely filter bubbles, Dick, but <coughs> not the filter bubbles I'm talking about. Uh-huh, okay. I got something uh, a little bit, a little bit smarter than that. This is, well, this is I from, don't, you didn't figure that out,
1: did you? Those guys figured out how to trick your brain into thinking you're, you're seeing a naked girl.
0: Yeah, it's clickbait. Real, real special. Real special clickbait. Because I've I've clicked on it before. Um, but anyway, a filter bubble. This is from uh, Wikipedia. A filter bubble is the result of A personalized search in which a website algorithm selectively guesses what information a user would like to see based on information about the user, such as location, past click behavior, and search history. And as a result, users become separated from information that disagree with their viewpoints, effectively isolating them in their own cultural or ideological bubbles. So this is a huge problem because... Most of the internet is starting to do this. Sites like Google. I mean, that that right there is, is like 50% of so, most wait, searches. So wait, wait,
1: let me ask. So if you're like on Google searching for like a certain type of political, like if you're searching for information about Hillary Clinton all the time, it'll then suggest like information about global warming or something like that?
0: Po- uh, possibly. Like things that might be related to that. Like if to
1: I'm to searching, sh- my Google search, if I'm searching for like a Trump rally, it'll say like, here, you also might like
0: helicopter hunting. <laughs> um... Is that, I mean, is that an example of what we're talking about? It's like the same filter, possibly. But if you search for Trump rallies, or if you search for Hillary Clinton if this rallies, is a or whatever, KKK joke. I swear to God, I will pop you. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, I posted that animation. I I made an animation about Trump. I was going to
2: make that joke. I <laughs> yeah, will ma- pop
0: you in your ass again, Sean. <laughs> you're going to make a KKK joke? Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I posted this thing because like Trump wanted to ma- ban the Muslims, and and uh, people were like uh, Maddox, uh, Muslim, oh. Mo- Islam isn't a race, idiot. It's but true. the KKK hates Muslims. They hate Jews. Those aren't races. They hate. They hate. Actually, they hate most Christians who aren't part of their specific cult. Anyway, no. why? So who doesn't
1: <laughs> like God, what I like? Guys,
0: I'll sites, kill you. Here are the sites that do this right now: Google, Yahoo is doing it. Facebook, Facebook's a big one. YouTube, Netflix, Netflix suggests only movies that they think that you might oh, like. Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh-huh. Okay. So, and what happen in Netflix, yeah, and news websites and even advertisers do this. There's this guy named Eli Pariser uh, Pariser? or- Pariser either way he made a uh, he wrote a book about filter bubbles and he did a TED talk about it. He quoted Mark zuckerberg, and this is this is essentially in a nutshell what the problem is. Mark Zuckerberg said, "A squirrel dying in your front yard may be more relevant to your interests right now than people dying in Africa, and yeah. that right there is this problem in a nutshell because it makes it it brings your worldview. It makes it a little bit smaller, and that's why they call it filter bubbles because you are in this little bubble where your things that things that affect you are very narrow in scope. Wait, and, a minute. can
1: I ask one, a question? Yeah
0: is is that Zuckerberg quote
1: saying that that's good or bad? That this because I'm more interested in a squirrel dying in my front yard than people dying in Africa for I think good reasons. Like um, the squirrel dying in my front yard might affect me. My dog might eat it and get sick.
0: Uh, I have to take care of the squirrel who's dead in my front yard. Okay. Well, you don't have a dog or a front yard, so that's irrelevant. But uh, <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg's Okay. Mark's <laughs> got to go fast. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well,
2: never mind. You got me
0: stumped. <laughs> I'll t- I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why it's a problem. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg didn't didn't say that as if it was a problem. He was he was saying that as Uh, justification for making the Facebook algorithm that gives you this filter Oh,
1: okay. So he was kind of agreeing with me. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, This is from Eli Pariser. He says uh, uh, in The Atlantic, in an interview he did with The Atlantic, he says, since December 4th, 2009, Google has been personalized for everyone. So when I had two friends this spring, Google BP, you know, the oil company, Mm -hmm. one of them got a set of links that was about investment opportunities for BP. The other one got information about the oil spill. Presumably, that was based on the kinds of searches that they had done in the past. If you have Google doing that, and you have Yahoo doing that, and you have Facebook doing that, and you have all the top sites on the web customizing themselves to you, then your information environment starts to look very different from anyone else's. And that's what I'm calling the filter bubble. That personal ecosystem of information that's been catered by these algorithms to who they think you are. Not necessarily Hmm. who you actually are. Curated by these algorithms. Well, yeah. you could. I mean, curated... Curated implies some intelligence, some autonomous being deciding something for you. This is like an algorithmic... It's not quite curated so much as analyzed. Well, I'm just thinking like Drudge Report. Like, I go there to get
1: news, and that's it sounds like the same thing. Like, I'm only getting news that Drudge, the ultra-conservative Drudge wants his readers to see. Right, right, right. That would be part of a filter bubble, or are you
0: saying it's only algorithms? Well, you are voluntarily going to... Uh, drudge report. So that's not part of the filter bubble. If okay. you go to if you go to a conservative website voluntarily and you're doing that on your own, that's just you doing that. But okay. here's here's an example of a filter bubble. Like if you're searching Facebook if you're looking on Facebook in your newsfeed, mm-hmm. Facebook very, very precisely and very specifically shows you Articles and news stories that they think that you might want to click on that might interest you. Oh, that that is funny to see what people's
1: news ads ads are and what their yeah. news are, and then make fun of them about it. Like if all they have is like celebrity
0: stuff or like uh, pregnancy stuff. It's like, oh, what were you searching for? Yeah, recently? exactly. Yeah, it suggests, especially especially when it when it suggests things for like single people. Like they think that oh, you're a it's loser. So embarrassing. Or, or sometimes they get your sexuality, your sexual orientation gay wrong. Singles. They, they give you like gay shit. Here's a bunch of dildos. That worried me. I used to watch Adult Swim a
1: lot, like yeah. back in the Moon and the Adult Hunger Force days. Yeah. And they would always show these Aqua ads. Team. From, yeah, Aqua, Teen, Aqua Hunger Team, Force. Yeah. Thank you, Sean. Um, they would always show these gay sex chat lines. And it took me like a couple months. And I'm like, wait a minute. Is this, who, am I supposed to be interested in this? Should I check huh. one of these out? What's, why is this all these gay sex chat? Because somebody did this research,
0: right? Yeah, what, what else is in your search history, Dick? We don't know. That was a TV. <laughs> oh, the TV was yes. Doing- yeah. the, the TV ads were saying that, but those aren't customized. Yeah, somebody bought the ad space. Uh, they must is have that done that. They must have gotten some demo info. Yeah, That's what it I'm is saying. similar. What's uh, what is? But this? it's less reactive. At least that one, like marketing people are looking at demo info. But still, I don't like it. Here's here's the danger of filter bubbles. Okay. okay, algorithms deciding what you should or shouldn't be exposed to will narrow your scope of thinking. You won't be exposed to new ideas, and you will only see information that reaffirms your point of view. It's basically yeah. algorithmic confirmation bias. Yeah. Conservatives will only see posts from conservative websites and liberals will only see news from liberal websites. Now, I already see it happening on Facebook. as, as Maddox, like my, my Maddox account, I have about five thousand friends and like twenty four thousand followers on my newsfeed, and it's a wide swath of people from all political viewpoints. I consistently see conservatives only posting links to conservative websites like Newsmax and Fox News and far right bloggers, and liberals only post to liberal websites like Huffington Post and Mike.com and far left Tumblr accounts. And CNN, CNN isn't. I, I, I would say CNN is left leaning. I don't th- I don't put them in far left.
2: M- MSNBC is MSNBC far-left. is
0: left. Yeah, Maddox. Yeah.
2: People do this anyway. People yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Is this a to for the their life opinions?
0: Well, here's here's where it becomes uh, nefarious, Sean. I, I conducted an informal experiment on a few of these people to casually track the amount of dissent they receive with each post. Uh, so I had a theory a long time ago that m- the more staunchly partisan someone's viewpoint was on Facebook, the more likely it would be that people who oppose that point of view would hide or unfollow posts from that person rather than engage in a protracted political debate with a friend or colleague. Sure. Right, And yeah. over time, I I, watched, I tracked a few of these people. I, over time, I hypothesized that you'd see less and less dissent in the comments of status updates, which is probably because more people who disagree with them are hiding them. So the only people who, uh, who are left commenting on their status updates are people who agree with you, creating a reaffirmation filter bubble. Everyone in your world seems to agree with everything you say or post, so you might think that your opinions are more popular or widely shared than they actually are.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to discount what you're bringing in as a problem. I just want to know if you think it is the chicken and the egg. Like this is people do this. This exists because this is what people like. Like they, if even if you ignore the internet, they're gonna go to. They're gonna go to a watering hole where they can talk to people who share their beliefs. They're not gonna like people. Don't want to be filibustering in any medium, the internet or not. They want to hear kind of what they think.
0: They don't want to get into long arguments about everything right well this didn't this didn't always exist uh, this this has made things way way worse because it's one thing to not be exposed to those ideas because you're choosing not to because you still might have the chance of being exposed to an idea that you that doesn't reaffirm your worldview mm-hmm. in fact back in the day when people got most of their news from uh, from uh, network television news they were exposed to things from the left and things from the right but now when with so much choice, um, and it's artificial choice you're, yeah. you're not you're only seeing ideas that reaffirm your worldview. And because it's happening subconsciously on because it's invisible and it's happening behind the scenes, you might think that that's what everybody thinks. It's a huge problem. Oh, um, that's definitely true. Yeah. This is, uh, again, from the same guy, Eli, uh, Eli Pariser, in uh, The Economist. He says, a world constructed from the familiar is a world in which there is nothing to learn, since there is an invisible auto-propaganda indoctrinating us with our own ideas. I think that's a huge, huge problem when you're being indru- indoctrinated by your own ideas. That's why, generally speaking, I rarely— I rarely ban or or delete or unfollow people who I disagree with and dissent with. I I decided to consciously stop doing that a long time ago because what on Facebook on Facebook yeah or social networks because if I did, then Facebook would then alter what I saw and I, it would be disingenuous. It'd be it would be uh, dishonest. I don't uh, know, man. I don't. I I block or I like unfollow people yeah. on
1: Facebook like uh, who always post political shit. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll definitely do it immediately if it's left-leaning more than right-leaning, but I kind of just hate it overall. I don't think that that's bad, necessarily. Well, I'll also do it if I, like, followed a chick to stalk her and she starts posting pictures of her and her boyfriend. I'm like, oh, unfollow, unfollow, unfollow. <laughs> but I don't want to unfriend her, because yeah. then I lose her sphere of friends. Sure. Yeah. Smart. Uh, of course. Dick Tip for you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, Dick, I think that this has greater repercussions than just politics. I think that, um... A long time ago, I was going to write this article uh, with regards to music and why I didn't believe that most people actually know their musical tastes. I don't think that most people actually know what their musical tastes are because most people used to get informed about their music choices by listening to the radio or MTV but that totally undermines authentic cultural trends because the music they promote is set by the agenda of the record label who's trying to make as much money as possible. So if the if the record label has an artist they really want to promote heavily, mm-hmm. they will pay radio stations, and it's called payola. This is an illegal practice. They will pay radio stations to heavily play that track, and, and then now they do it with, like, backdoor deals Yeah, why and, would and that perks. be illegal? Just paying to – for a play, because it becomes monopolistic when you have a few record labels who mm. control all the all the distribution, and they are they're uh, paying someone to to play a, a record. It be, be, also, because the um, the radio waves are, are are control are regulated by yeah. the FCC, they yeah. should be ideally for everyone. That's why they have to play public service announcements. Yeah. It's because a certain amount of their time they have to play for everyone. Everyone should have access to those airwaves. It's not fair for someone to just come because there's a, a finite. Uh, amount of uh, radio sure. airwaves, right? Um, and it's in radio stations' best interest to have a handful of popular songs that sell really well because they don't have to spend as much money on marketing to promote an unknown artist, and it gives them more power to negotiate when it comes to signing artists because they have all that money and power by creating a monopoly. So when artists come to a, ra- a record label, the record label says, well, we own all the distribution. We own all these radio stations. We have all the power. You have no Leverage to negotiate anything.
1: Yeah, fuck you.
0: <laughs> Great. <laughs> no, man, I think they are literally fabricating our tastes in music and TV shows, and uh, it's creating these filters. But isn't bubbles. that, like,
1: what launched the whole hipster movement? Like, honestly, this this idea of manufacturing taste, that's what gave birth to people just hating things that were mainstream. That's what caused... Uh, going back to vinyl—that's what caused, like, oh, I don't like, like, that's the meme of hipster. It, I like something because no one else likes it, right? Like, and yeah, surely, there's like, that's what you're describing—is yeah. they hate it too, and that's where it all came
0: from. Yeah, it could be. I mean, that's a that's a different argument. That's a, that's a cultural. We're trying to get to the the genesis of a cultural movement of of, of hipsterism. I I don't know. Maybe that may be the case. But uh, this filter bubble thing. Back to the filter bubble is is uh, really insidious because uh, when you start to limit your worldview and you, you basically stop growing as a person, when you stop challenging yourself. When I see a news story, one of my favorite a- a- outlets to go to when a news story breaks is the Google News homepage. I go to the Google News homepage because it shows all the different news outlets from all around the country covering the same exact story. And you can mm-hmm. see very clearly and obviously, which ones have a political spin, a political angle. Like, I can see Mm -hmm. how Fox News is going to publish a certain headline versus CNN or MSNBC or Huffington Post. Huffington Post is always Uh, left-leaning. Fox News is always right-leaning. Newsmax is always right-leaning. I can see very clearly how... Each news outlet covers the same uh, the same story, and then I sometimes click on both to see if they cover all the same facts and the and the details and and uh, and how they present and them. how they present yeah, them. That's funny. It's always like it, it, uh, when Fox News reports something that's uh, that's not very popular with conservatives, they will post the bad news or the dissenting opinions in the third or fourth paragraph. Yeah. Versus uh, versus like a, a left leaning website, Huffington Post, it'll be right in the headline. No, I'll give you a great example. Uh, Hillary
1: Clinton had headlines praising her for wanting to shut down ISIS's access to the internet. Yeah. And it's like, she she wanted to engage Silicon Valley's top whatever's to figure out how we could use the internet. And then, like, the very next day, it was blustering retard Donald Trump wants to <laughs> shut down parts of the internet by asking Bill Gates. What an idiot. It's like, yeah. "Well, wait a minute, aren't those
0: <laughs> aren't those kind of the same? Yeah. Like how are you reporting that one like that and yeah, the other take, one like that?" That's a bad example because in essence, oh, is that a in bad essence, in, in essence if they want to do the same thing Fine, but the way Donald Trump said it is like, "Let's, go I'll call up Bill Gates." Like Bill Gates has any control over the fucking internet? Bill Gates I, doesn't even work in computers anymore. He's running his philanthropy firm. <laughs> Donald Trump sounds like a moron when he says, "I'll call up Bill Gates." The, clearly, the way he phrased it. the headline was it.
1: targeted to you. Yeah,
0: the way clearly, he right? It, no, no. That's the,
1: what they were trying to
0: confirm is your suspicion that he said it stupidly. He he literally said that though. <laughs> well, yeah. Again, like, do, do you think that way the way he phrased it was smart? Of course not.
1: Okay. The way he speaks is to appeal to, like, a fifth grader. Okay.
0: (laughs) That's— Do you think that's not an act? The way he— The way he— The way he talks? No, it's not an act. I don't think so. Oh, my. He is so consistent, Dick. Like, he is— He's always big and, uh, number one, the best. (laughs) Yeah. Well— Yeah, I don't think it's an act. I don't think so. Okay. You think it's an act? Well, how could an actor ever be president, Right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Um. here's here's the thing with the, uh, I, I've never seen him break that character.
1: Oh, uh, well, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. He's very good at it.
0: Well, but that's uh, that's an interesting theory, Dick. I don't want to go off into a Trump hole, though. Yeah. Black hole. The blackest of black holes is a Trump hole. All Should right, be the Dick, whitest,
1: because he's think he's a KKK member. <laughs> <laughs> the whitest of white holes.
0: Oh, he's got a black hole inside somewhere, buddy. All right, anyway, that's my problem.
1: That's a good Filter problem. Bubbles. I, um. gosh, I don't know. What's the what's the effect? How can we measure this? What is Because there's definitely an ideological divide well, happening, right? How do yeah. we how do we fix it? What
0: do we do? Well, for one, i i try to i try to limit the amount of uh, that this filter bubble could have an effect on me. So um, YouTube is a great example. If you watch one video on YouTube of a, in political in nature, that's all YouTube will recommend. Oh, dude, this girl came over to my apartment
1: and watched a stand-up, like a stand-up yeah. special. Yeah, Now, all I get on my YouTube suggestions are stand-up specials, and I hate stand-up. Like, yeah. I do not, I would rather do anything than watch stand-up. I'd rather watch Star Wars again than watch stand-up. But now, because of your filter bubbles, all yeah. I got is, look at uh, Aziz
0: Ansari or whatever yeah. on the stand-up. There you go. There Man. you go, and then though it is a big problem. I agree with yeah. you. Yeah, and then and then uh, like I watched a couple of let's plays for this guy who I can't stand, and that's all YouTube recommends anymore. And I watch like all of them because <laughs> I'm like, well, I guess that's on now. I guess I'm gonna watch it because uh, I'm too fucking lazy to go in and clear my browser cache or browser <laughs> yeah. history. So now you what can. I'm trying, Google but, owns it now. Google's got it. They it, got your search. It, you can, but it's really hard. Uh, what I do you now, though, hack. You Dude. gotta hack the Google. What I what I do now when I want to watch something that that may start suggesting other things like it, mm-hmm. I'll do it in an incognito browser or I'll sure. have a separate browser with a separate cookie space entirely that I don't use for anything except for searching for things that I don't want to show up in my feed forever. I'm so tired of it. it I try to do that with porn. I look at all
1: the weird porn in another browser, and then I look up decoy porn in
0: my regular search history. Because
1: oh. if anybody looks at the regular search history and they don't see any porn, they're yeah. going to be
0: suspicious. Yeah, But if they see normal stuff, they're like, okay. I use ad blockers as much as I can. Ad blockers uh, limit the amount of influence. And that's the other thing, too, is that you can get stuck buying the same brand forever because that brand is targeting you and following you around on the internet. If you look at a, a type of shoe on Zappo, uh, zappo.com the you know the shoe website mm, I've um heard of it. They, they have track ad uh, tracking ads that start suggesting that type of shoe everywhere you go so you start seeing it everywhere. And it, it, I hate being psychologically manipulated You really like that. do. Yeah. Yeah, I really do. And I found out recently, I have a friend who, who worked in retail for a long time. Uh, uh, she was a manager for Abercrombie and some of these other companies. I found out that they have a very specific playlist of like 12 to 20 songs uh, during certain times of the year. Uh-huh. And they have a certain tempo that they're all going for. And they found that this is the tempo, this is the beats per minute that is most conducive to shopping. And they, they tweak it. Here and yeah. there, they, they tweak with sense of the store, the smell yeah. of the store. I hate the psychological warfare going on. Because I feel like we're all kind of like subdued slaves who are walking around just like meat with money that they are just taking from our pockets. We should have a we should have an ad company
1: where you start with this and then you leave the room and I sell <laughs> from this point on. All right. Here okay, we so speaking of all that stuff, here's what we want
0: to do. Everything he said is true. Here's how we use it to manipulate.
1: I uh <laughs> I watched this on my dad's Netflix back when we shared the same account. I watched some sex romp comedy called like Sex Pot Triple D because I was dating this girl whose friend was in it. Okay, and it never he all then his Netflix was ruined. Yeah, like, he turned it on at home and it was like, oh, so you like Sex Pot Double Triple D or something? Mm. You, I bet you would like. Uh, like One in the pink yeah. <laughs> like, And he's like What the hell yeah. What did you do I gave you You had that login For one day And you ruined it With your sex
0: romp comedies Yeah That happened to me I had a Netflix account Where I was curating my list For years I was like I just want to see Cool horror shit And sometimes anime And then a bunch of Sci-fi shit And documentaries That's all I wanted to see and that I would be I, in the
1: nerd category Yeah well, just whatever Just typing in at the beginning
0: <laughs> Point Nerd extra point extra model please And then like Kung fu movies I thought That's all uh-huh. I wanted to see right uh-huh. so then so this girl came over one time uh who i i dated and she watched she like while i was out i like ran some errands came home my netflix queue was completely ruined uh. with a bunch of cute pink bullshit it was all pink everything was pink i'm like what the fu- what is any of this what is it what is all this bullshit it was all like documentaries about butterflies and ponies it's enough to give you a headache <laughs> yeah right you know what else gives you a headache what
1: Concussions. Oh, yeah? <laughs> That's my problem. I think we can all agree that the future of our NFL stars are the most important uh, problem facing the United States, right? Oh. <laughs> right? No. Is it crazy? Is it fucking crazy that anyone cares about ex-NFL players' mental health? Like, it? that it's like investigations and cover-ups and that we're doing these studies to see what the long-term effects of concussions are on their mental well-being? It, it Horrible. Well, that, I, we don't need a study to show that you're bashing your head against other giant men every day, all day.
0: Yeah, but the NFL is denying that there's that this effect exists. <laughs> who cares? Be, well, because the <laughs> en, yeah, I, I think you would care because the no, end result care. of this, the end result of this is pressure put on the NFL to make the game safer, and it's going to make it less enjoyable for guys like you who like to watch it. Well, you know, you know what the
1: end result is, and this is why I brought it in because I wanted to zing, I wanted to zing this one by you. So if if mothers think that football is not safe, they are not going to let their little kids do it. Right? Okay. These little kids will not get into football and will not go to high school and play football, where the entire public school system worships football like it's the third coming of Christ. Right. Right? So I think... What? Go ahead. Well, that's
2: already happening. Lots of parents are not allowing their kids to play football for that exact reason. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm bringing in concussions as a big problem.
1: Because hmm. it is a huge problem, and it happens to kids. Oh, let me get the stats here. Let me get my precious stats. I'll go straight to the youths. Per year, high school athletes sustain 300,000 head injuries a year, hmm. right? 90% of which are concussions. By the uh, by, the beginning of high school, 53%
0: of athletes will have already suffered a concussion. So what are the repercussions?
1: 300,000.
0: What are the repercussions? Yeah, of concentration and
1: memory complaints, yeah. problems, uh, irritability and other personality changes, sensitivity to light, sleep disturbances, psychological adjustment problems, and depression. Jeez, have you had concussion sick? Uh, many. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you ever been knocked out? Uh, once or twice. Once or twice. Yeah. yeah, you've had a concussion then too, there, yeah. Video. You're talking about CTE,
2: the end result, right? No,
1: yeah. well, yes, the end result. Is C- well, CTE is even worse. Oh, yeah. You find these. That was. That's just for a concussion. Like, there's no clear line between, well, you get knocked—it's not a video game. You get knocked on the head one more time, and all of a sudden you're a
0: huge raging asshole with mental problems. Well, it's more—it's like—it's something that, that accumulates over time, right? It's an aggregate effect where if you get a lot of concussions, then these, these problems start to develop. Because yeah, everyone's get, had, like, one or two concussions. Yes. You know, I got stats on that, too. Hold on. 2.5
1: million people a year— uh, are associated with traumatic brain injury, which is like a, a superset, of, or a subset of concussions. You get yeah. a concussion, it's not necessarily... It's, it is, I forget which one it is. Right. Traumatic brain injury, yeah, you got hit in the head.
0: That that would be a subset.
1: You fell over, yeah. you're trying to trying to kill the third Death Star, you're Han Solo, you tripped like an old man, you fell over, you hurt your head, you're a little kid, you can't walk around, you get assaulted, you get, somebody throws a beer bottle. You're shooting a pig out of a helicopter, you fall out. Exactly. Concussion time. Big problem. Yeah. Here is the, so you can get... um. Chronic traumatic encephalopathy. That's what all the NFL guys are getting, yeah. right? Uh, originally called punch drunk syndrome. Nobody's investi- Nobody needs to investigate that for boxing, by the
0: way. They do. They have. That's why boxing regulation has uh, – they, they started limiting the number of rounds because boxing used to go on for, what, like 20 rounds or something like that? Go on for days. Yeah, well, they limited no, it. it-
2: infinitely yeah And in the yeah. first yeah they'd go 100 yeah. rounds it was till somebody couldn't get up
0: right and so that's why that's when like people they, they notice that like, there's some serious injury going on after like so many rounds then they try to limit it to now what 12 am rounds.
1: i yeah am i off base in thinking that like am i giving people too much credit when i think how the hell did nobody think this would affect their health like what do you want you're getting paid
0: millions this is why you get the money well the NFL has been shown to suppress uh, suppress data that shows that their players have been su- suffering from traumatic brain injury and things like that because the NFL knows that the the next thing is regulation or pressure public public pressure to uh, to make the game safer which so do is going to make think it less interesting.
1: People just don't want to hear about the effects of concussions or are they actually don't know. They do you think they actually could look at what's happening in a football game and think, "Well, who knows if there's brain
0: damage going on? I don't know."
2: Could no. go either way on
0: that. No, they know it's like the tobacco industry.
2: I think some people don't know uh, how far it goes. Yeah, like CTE is a relatively new diagnosis, and the person has to be dead to diagnose it.
0: Yeah. Well, the death is the is the worst diagnosis. You don't want that either. Death is way worse than CTE. There's An incorrect th- diagnosis
1: of death would be the worst possible diagnosis. <laughs> yeah. Second only to uh, or first over right over pregnancy. That's probably the worst diagnosis of all. 33% of sports concussions happen at practice. Huh. Stop practicing. <laughs>
0: there you go. Uh,
1: let's everybody Great. stop practicing. What? Practicing is a way of cheating, isn't it? No. In your worldview, I would think that you just show up and whatever you got on game day, that's what you are.
0: No. Uh-huh. Whether you're sixth or first or the coach's kid, no, nope. practicing is just another form of steroids. If that's what the, it, it all comes down to expectations. If you have the expectations that the person you're going up against isn't going to practice, then yes, practicing would be cheating. But if <laughs> everybody goes to play football <laughs> games with the expectation of having practiced. Okay, so Rocky IV, Ivan Drago was cheating. Well, he was taking steroids, yeah. But he
1: was also practicing, and he knew Rocky didn't have a practice facility.
0: Rocky was also practicing. He was running through the snow and dragging boulders. And, he had uh, to and, jerry-rig and, that stuff, though. <laughs> he had to A-team it. They put him there on purpose to screw yeah, him over. That makes him smarter.
1: Yeah. All right, that's, that's why it's a big problem. Yeah. Um, kids are getting beat up by it, man. Kids kids are, they can get amnesia. It's yeah. the last thing we want. Amnesia? We'll kids can't remember the- shit anyway. They're yeah. dumb.
0: Yeah. Kids can't remember shit. I talked to a kid, he forgets what I'm saying halfway through the sentence. No. Stupid kid. Their, their brain's been rattled too much. They need to bake a little bit more. Their head needs to get harder. One in five high school student
1: athletes will sustain a sports concussion during the season. One in five. That's way more than our homeschooled,
0: and you thought homeschooling was a big problem for child development. How about beating their heads around? Yeah, I don't know. One is uh, one is one is physical abuse, and one is psychological. Homeschooling homeschooling is like like letting a kid do whatever they want and let him letting them think that they're the king of the castle and they can eat Fruit Loops in bed and play Minecraft for four hours a day, and then you know, deign to do a homework assignment. That's worse than a concussion. That's w- Mom, soup! Shut up, Sean. <laughs> she brought me the soup voluntarily. That's what it was. I was just sitting down and God, there. you should run North Korea. If that's, your, if that's your version of volunteering. What? You're screaming at someone until they bring you soup. No, she would. <laughs> I didn't scream until she brought me soup. She, she, would, she would love to bring me soup. That was my mom's favorite thing. She'd come down. She'd come down with a big steaming bowl. What? A, what a woman! It's yeah. also <laughs> she could get
2: so much pleasure out of bringing a man's soup. <laughs> it's also how he learned to spell. What? Wow! You know, alphabet soup. soup.
0: Alphabet uh, soup. No, I never got alphabet soup. It was always weird soup.
1: Impulsive behavior, depression, or apathy,
0: short-term memory loss. I guess these are all
1: symptoms of CTE. It's a big problem, Maddox. I know you're not on board,
0: but no, it's it's a problem. I, I, hundreds
1: of hundreds of thousands of youths every year. Are
0: getting yeah, their
1: heads busted around.
0: Yeah. Well, so what's the solution? Like, seriously, is it uh, stop football?
1: I asked my, um, I asked my brother-in-law that because he played football in college. He played at UCLA. He played in high school. He was a big star in high school. Uh, he got injured towards the end of his high school career. Ended up marrying my sister. You oh. know, can't win them all. <laughs> <laughs> now he's got two kids. Um, he said taking their helmets away, which I thought was interesting. Because they get those helmets on, and the helmets make it worse. Because the helmets are supposed to stop your skull from getting cracked. Hmm. But you put the helmet on, you think you're invincible. You go spearing in to other dudes, uh, bashing your heads against theirs to try to kill
2: them, and your brain still gets all the negative effects of the collisions. They found that in college hockey versus the NHL. Yeah. College wears full face masks. And so they go crazy, high sticks, butt ends. Everything is coming up all the time in the NHL. You know that a stick is going to, you know, it's going to lay somebody open pretty good. And everybody just, you know, you try not to high stick. Oh, that's interesting. So yeah. in college they don't have
1: all the equipment and it's safer. They have more.
2: equipment. They have more equipment. They have more equipment. Sorry, yeah, they sorry, wear reverse. face masks, full masks. Huh. And yeah. so they're more careless with the sticks. You know, yeah.
0: it's, it's counterintuitive, but I've seen this. This actually affects people who ride bicycles too, as oh, well. Right. I, I read a study. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'll go on with your f- stupid horseshit football problem, shithead.
1: What, Maddox? I'm trying to end football for you, so other high school nerds can get their computer departments paid for. Yeah. Instead of
0: it going to uh football stadiums. Dishonest, disingenuous. How is that disingenuous. You're not. You not. You love football. You would. You love football. You would not forego a football team in high school for a better computer programming class.
1: Ooh. That's a tough. There's a lot of uh, assumptions. No, no in is that the answer. Question. No. No, I don't know about that. The problem is, where are you going to get a computer teacher who can and, teach these well, kids
0: these days? Anywhere, the, uh, it's way more prevalent today than it Farm was it way out back, to back India. in the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Skype them in anyway. What are you uh, say c- about bikes? C- cyclists. Uh, there was a study a while back. So I got this. Uh, I got this email from someone a while back. It just all the same tired bullshit arguments about cyclists. Like, uh, if you guys if you guys uh, want to be safe, if you guys care about your lives so much, then why don't you always wear helmets? Because they, they look did, stupid. They, well, they, they did studies and they found that people that cyclists counterintuitively who don't wear helmets are way safer cyclists. Really? Yes. And I know firsthand because this happened to me. I I rarely wear a helmet. Sometimes I wear a helmet if I'm going to be riding at night on a, in, in in terrain. That's unfamiliar to me, where I might actually fall or hit something.
1: Wait, do you want to do you want to cut that part about you wearing a helmet? Are you sure you want to leave that in the episode? What, why? I'm just kidding.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. Um, so I, I rarely wear helmets, and one of the times that I did, I was riding through, I was riding with this, uh, this mob, and I was riding through a parking lot, a parking garage, and we were all kind of pressing the button for the little gate to come up and come down so we could get through, right? Mm-hmm. And I was just careless. I didn't even look up, didn't even care. That was one of the few times I wore a helmet, and the, the thing came down and bonked me on the head really hard, and uh, had I not been wearing the helmet, I probably would have cracked my head open. This thing hit me so hard, but... If I wasn't wearing the helmet, I also probably would have been a little bit more cautious. And they found that uh, the argument is this, essentially, if you're going to wear a helmet predicated upon the risk to your health or personal injury, people who walk should be wearing helmets because you are way more likely as a pedestrian to get in an injury, a life-threatening injury, than a cyclist not wearing a helmet. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: Freaking they laws. should.
0: There should be walking helmets. How about that? There should be. Yeah, everyone should be wearing them. <laughs> should be wearing them. Um, Dick about the concussion thing in the NFL. One uh-huh. of my favorite Onion headlines of all time. I think happened uh, last year after the Super Bowl. Said uh, the the ticker tape confetti that they were raining down after the Super Bowl victory was <laughs> made completely of shredded concussion studies. Uh, concussion yeah, studies? concussion studies. Yeah. I
1: don't. I'm just shocked. Ever since this controversy started, I'm
0: shocked that it gets any attention at all. Well, the like how concussion? The hell,
1: yeah, how the hell did anyone not know this?
0: I mean, mm-hmm. people know, but now it's becoming it's coming to the forefront. People I guess are talking so. about it more. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's gonna make a it's gonna make the NFL safer and less interesting to watch. So Well, that's my problem. Concussions. Yeah. Four for wait a minute. Five
1: point three million Americans live with traumatic brain injury related disabilities. Yeah, that's but how
0: many of those are due to concussions? Hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, hundred so percent. That's not what it says. Yeah. Uh Yeah, Dick, I I think it's a real big problem to people. I mean, if it makes the NFL any less interesting to watch, nobody would watch it. Because already, it's so fucking boring. So, that's a huge problem. Well, okay. (laughs) What do you got? (laughs) Uh, My last problem, Dick, is envy. Envy? Envy. Uh, Yeah, and and jealousy. Originally, I brought it in as jealousy. I was going to bring jealousy in as my problem. Those are two very different things. Yeah, they were. And uh, most people, including myself, uh, got them conflated. Uh, as the same as the same problem, but when I looked into it, envy, envy is a, well, it's a toxic emotion. It's distinctly different from jealousy, and envy is what occurs when you desire something that someone else has but you lack it, and jealousy mm-hmm. occurs when something you already possess is threatened by a third person. So that's the that's the distinction, yeah. this for, uh, according to Psychology Today. Uh, they said uh, so. Envy is a two-person situation, whereas jealousy is a three-person situation. Envy is a reaction to lacking something. Jealousy is a reaction to the threat of losing something. So, essentially what I just said. So, yeah, that's uh, that's a dis- that's a distinction. However, they are related, and that's why I kind of uh, lumped them in as the same problem. Or, uh, yeah, I brought them in together, right? Wait, is are they together? Jealousy and envy, yeah. You're bringing in what? Slash? Jealousy yeah. slash envy? Yeah. Oh, man, what a vote grab. Uh, then don't vote for it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> envy was one of the original deadly sins in Christianity. the Uh, I looked into this, like, where where the the concept of envy came from. Uh, The concept comes from the 4th century monk, Evagrius Ponticus, who listed the eight evil thoughts in Greek. The fifth one was translated as sadness. So originally, when when they didn't have a word for envy, they just called it sadness in a group of ancient texts called the Philokalia. It's a it's an old t- uh, set of texts that were written as guidelines and instructions for monks who wanted to practice a contemplative life. Sadness. Yeah the term the term translates to sadness at another's good fortune. So almost uh, yeah, that's a good feeling. Sa- sadness. Oh, at, at another's good at another's fortune. Good, yeah. Oh. At another- so the opposite of Schadenfreude. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I probably experience that a couple times a day. Sadness at another person's good fortune. Yeah. I feel I, I don't feel sadness. I feel annoyed sometimes when someone is too happy around me. Like when someone posts on Facebook that they just yeah. got married or they bought a got a car or any, yeah. any kind of good news. I'm like oh, fuck you. No, it's there's one person. Uh, you know I said I don't like to really hide or unfollow too many people on on Facebook. Uh-huh. Uh, it's very rare if, when I do, but um one one person I did was this girl I met a long time ago. Who I was, I was gonna go out on a date with. Uh, we we like hung out once, didn't happen. Whatever. So then I saw her Facebook status updates every fucking day. I'm so blessed, 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 blessed. Mm. Oh, my friends are the best. My life is the best. I'm so fortunate. I'm yeah. so happy. Blah blah. Just it, it, to the point where it almost sounded like she was trying to convince herself. Mm, and sure. I had to see the shit in my Facebook feed. Fuck you. I hit her. I hit her forever. I haven't seen. I haven't heard from her. I don't even remember her first name. Started with an L. Anyway. Um. <laughs> yeah. I, I th- That shit annoys me so much when someone's a little too happy. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. This is from the book by Bertrand Russell. He wrote a book called The Conquest of Happiness. He wrote about envy. He says, envy is one of the most potent causes of unhappiness. And uh, I, I, I think I agree with this. He says, envy is one of the most universal and deep-seated of human passions. It's very noticeable in children before they're a year old. They found that even children, so uh, social psychologists have, have uh, there's a big debate on whether or not envy is a cultural phenomenon or whether it's biological. What? There's a debate on that? Oh, yeah. How the fuck is that possible? Well, there's a
1: huge debate on it. What do you mean, how is it possible? Well, they think that it's, that's not just built in? They you don't just, as a human, look at something and you're like, oh, I really want that. Fuck you. Well,
0: because certain cultures. I'm take that thing. Now, there, there's certain cultures. Uh, they they found that the prevalence of envy and jealousy is way less than in others. There's this video where Jimmy Kimmel uh, does this prank every year, where he has parents pretend like they ate all the kids' candy, and then you know record the kids' reaction. Oh yeah, it's funny. Yeah, and and the 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 reactions are all over the map. Some of them are super angry. Some of them are aggressive and hostile. Mm-hmm. Some of them are just sad. And then some of them kind of have, like, this weird, really weird, warm compassion saying, it's okay. And they immediately <laughs> they immediately forgive their parents. Yeah. That, like, you know, that, like, sweet sweetness and tenderness w- versus the anger and hostility. Um,
4: if Which you want would you
0: to, be? Which uh, one would you be? I, I'd probably I'd be sad. If I was going to be honest, I'd probably be sad. Mm. I'd, and I'd be, you know, I'd be sad and also I'd be like, I'd, I'd, I'd just, uh, Draw another line in the wall, but yeah, there's another one. Of course, of course, you ate my candy. Oh, so you'd be Defeatist. aggressive
1: in like a manipulative way. Like, here's all the fuck ups for who's <laughs> eating my candy. There's
0: one.
2: There's no, mine. no. It's not. One manipulative. day I'm gonna start a podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna talk gonna, about this time. There are the grievances.
0: <laughs> no, it's it's more like uh, it's more like I saw it coming. Of course, you know, I, like oh, okay, a, like you're yeah. disappointed. Disappointed. That's <laughs> what I would be. Very disappointed. Heavy handedly disappointed. Anyway, man, yeah, there's, uh, there's a lot of debate about this. The very slightest huh. appearance of favoring one child at the expense of another is instantly observed and resented in children. Sure. This is uh, from the book. It says, distributive justice, absolute, rigid, and unvarying must be observed by anyone who has children to deal with. But children are only slightly more open to the expressions of envy and of jealousy, which is a special form of envy, than are grown-up people. The emotion is just as prevalent among adults as among children. So, the perception of justice that is, that is doled out unevenly mm-hmm. creates envy and jealousy. Let me shorten that for
1: you. Uh, who's heard this? Why did you like that bitch's status on Facebook? <laughs> 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 uh,
0: fuck you. Uh, this is uh, from psych.psu.edu. There's a publication, uh, it's uh, Sex Differences and Jealousy in Couple Relationships. And uh, this, this talks about jealousy Ooh, specifically. Who yeah. wins? Well, uh, evolutionary psychologists have distinguished between two kinds of jealousy, sexual and emotional. Sexual jealousy is evoked by the perceived threat concerning a partner's sexual infidelity, whereas emotional jealousy arises from the perceived threat of a partner's emotional infidelity. Sexual jealousy is reportedly more common in men than in women, and across a wide variety of cultures, men are more likely than women to divorce partners who are sexually unfaithful and even to batter and kill such partners. That's why it's a a big problem. Men are more willing to
1: do that? Yeah, Yeah, I always think that. Duh. Yeah.
0: yeah. Seems pretty obvious. Well yeah, but uh it's a big problem. Like that 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 in itself is a big problem. And men are wait, way wait, more like well, the, 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 the battery the... and killing. That's a big problem. What about the cheating? Problem? Well, the cheating's a problem, of course, but uh, on the scale of things, if someone cheats on you, you don't you're not justified in killing them. That's a good point. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> mm. Yeah, you know. There's probably a debate about that too. Thank you, no. <laughs> So the reason there is a debate on whether or not it's biological mm-hmm. or it's cultural is because the argument that, uh, that biologists have made, uh, like anthropologists and, and uh, people of that nature, is that there is a reproductive advantage to men who are jealous sexually of their women, like sexual infidelity, whereas women, they argue, have a biological imperative to be jealous of men who are emotionally uh, unfaithful because sure. if they're if men are emotionally unfaithful they're going to be less likely to provide for the women that's Presence. the argument that they make yeah yeah so anyway that's why there's that debate uh envy is often a sign of narcissistic personality disorder do you know this no nope. yeah this is interesting uh, this is from wikipedia on envy it says individuals with narcissistic personality disorder are often envious of others or believe that others are envious of them a narcissist may secure a sense of superiority in the face of another person's ability to use contempt to minimize the other person. Mm. Yeah, that's, it's it's kind of a way that narcissists kind of um, uh, look at another person and write them off and minimize them by being envious of them. Have you um, ever been envious of anything? Uh, yeah. Like I if have. anyone had like beautiful hair, you know, like, oh, fuck that guy's hair. No, dickhead. <laughs> um, in Hinduism, envy is considered a disastrous emotion. Hinduism this is a real big one in Hinduism Hinduism maintains that anything which causes the mind to lose balance with itself leads to misery uh, and and a lot of the a lot of that stems from desire like want is, is yeah. sadness so who is it that's a Dalai Lama quote isn't it
1: specifically that's a like it's, it's the oldest Buddhist
0: thing ever that desire is yeah. the root of pain desire yeah. is the root of sadness Siddhartha. yeah envy leads to anger which leads to aggression this is a huge why you do that problem. in a Yoda voice what <laughs>
1: Envy, anger, two leads.
0: Well, uh, fuck Yoda though. Yeah, dude, you're such a hater. Star Wars <laughs> hater. Anyway, um, this is uh, this goes back. I, I just have this uh, quote from uh, William Shakespeare. Uh, I think he was a writer. Uh, from from, from, <laughs> from Julius Caesar, he says. Uh, this is a quote from um, yeah Julius Caesar. It says, "Why man, he doth bestride the narrow world." Like a colossus, and we petty men walk under his huge legs and peep about to find ourselves dishonorable graves. Mm. That was a statement about the jealousy, and that led in the story to murder. This always, like the the final outcome from all these stories in antiquity and literature, is murder. When when people become envious of others,
1: isn't that isn't there a good side of envy? Like if you're seeing a guy. Playing guitar and getting all this attention. You're like, fuck, I want that. I'm going to go do what this guy's doing. It could be. Or like Maddox gets all this attention from chicks. I'm going to go buy one of his shirts so I can
0: be more like him. Yeah. And get some attention. It could be if you have a healthy approach towards that. Like if you, if you envy somebody's stature and you try to become more like them without trying to also destroy them. Then that's a healthy way about it. If oh. you are inspired, then that's not called envy. That's called well, you've inspiration. You gotta destroy them. There can only be one. <laughs> no, no <laughs> yeah. Dick what it. are you
1: supposed? How are you supposed to know you became them unless you destroy them? No, you're not. You're doesn't not make supposed any to. sense
0: what you're saying. Logically, doesn't make any you're sense. You're not supposed to. You can coexist. I I've actually dealt with this for, with a lot of fans over the years. So um, whoa, yeah, like like uh, misery
4: level? Oh, yeah. Kathy Bates? Really? Oh, for
0: sure. Yeah, for sure. There's what been happened? some really creepy shit that's happened to me in the past, which I won't even go into right now. But, oh, um, come
1: on! That's no, fascinating! The, the episode's gone
0: way too long, but oh. uh, I'll hint at it. I'll talk about it some other time. But, uh, yeah, some fans who have been trying to bite my style for years, they're, oh, yeah. they're, basically, they're basically two kinds. There's ones who are trying to be me, and mm-hmm. they are doing it in a really fucked up wrong way. Like, they don't understand what I'm about, so they do it in the way that they think, which is way off base. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, if if they don't get the same success that I do, they resent me for it. Sure. And then there is a the type that tries to do what I do, doesn't quite get it, but then they discover their own voice and they start their own career and i've gotten so many emails from writers over the years who've said hey man you inspired me to become a writer i try to be like you in the day back in the day and i i i did essentially what you just said yeah, which is,
1: inspiration and envy two sides of the same coin i think a little bit
0: uh could be but you could also be inspired by nature which you don't en- envy although i do have contempt for
1: I do envy nature, yeah. sitting there all day with no cons- no cares in the world.
0: Yeah, with the, with the assholes yeah. buzzing about in helicopters trying yeah. to kill the pigs.
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> anyway, that's my problem, man. All right, I do want to hear what you were envious of. Was it a computer? No, um, most of the envy I've I've experienced was uh was when I was younger, uh when I was younger, and I saw you know I i grew I grew up in a lower middle income household, so I didn't have a lot of things. And so when I grew up seeing a lot of the kids around me being way more affluent and having a lot more than I did, that part of me became envious of that. Hmm. But I didn't want to destroy it. I want like I think more more along what you said at the time, I wanted to have that as well, and I aspired to have it. Uh, and then over the course of my life, that's changed. My priorities and goals have changed, so. Uh, right now, all I really live for is experiences. I don't care about things that much. Oh boy! But anyway, man, that's my problem what about jealousy. Jealous,
1: jealous guy with girls.
0: Rarely. In rarely? fact, it was a it was a point of contention with uh, uh, one of my relationships where you were jealous or she was no, jealous. No, no, uh, neither. Well, she was jealous oh, for sure. Was jealous. She she, was, she
2: wanted you to be jealous. She wanted me yeah, to be isn't jealous. Isn't that Sean? crazy? Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: I was. I rarely ever get jealous, and she it upset her. And she actually confessed to me one night. She said, "Hey, um." It really bothers me that you're not jealous, yeah. Uh, when when other guys flirt with me or whatever, and I was like, yeah, well, I don't know. I just am. I'm real secure. Hmm. So, yeah, uh, that's it's that's, them. It's their fault if you're jealous or not. They bring it out of you. Some girls really no, really work no. it out of
1: you, and others don't.
0: No, if they're trying, of course anyone could do it. Uh huh. If they're trying, uh, but then they're just shitty people trying to upset someone. But anyway, uh, so my problems this week. Where the filter bubble ends, jealousy and envy. My problems are spending too much on Christmas presents and concussions. See you next Tuesday.
4: Dick, what happened to you, man? You used to be cool. (laughs) I have this retard cousin who's homeschooled. (laughs) And she can't even fathom that I'm not religious because that's all that she's ever seen in her life. Yeah, now, it sucks. All that she does is go learn from a bunch of other Christian fucks yeah. and all they teach her is that God is everything. Like Isaac yep. Newton. And when she asked me about public school, I told her that they don't teach the Bible. She yep. was shocked. I then asked her if she was aware that I'm not religious. <laughs> And the idea of someone not being religious wasn't even something that she could comprehend. How can you defend an institute that fucking produces such goddamn morons? <laughs> I thought your book was real good. Oh, thanks. But now I'm not too sure about you. Yeah. Dick, go fuck yourself. Yeah, Wait, Dick. Which is the system
0: that produces the morons? P- uh, p- uh, homeschools. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. How I was can confused.
0: Such a, how yeah, can I get <laughs> that? <laughs> <laughs> how could uh, I get that? Dick of people is confused about the institute that produces morons. Uh, yeah. Dick, you know who else homeschools? I schools? mean, the Bible has as good of stories as like the oh,
1: stories great. that make you read <laughs> Where the Red Fern yeah. Grows. Like, that's any better oh. than like, Samson and uh, whatever the giant very, was. very comparable. Yeah, we should all read the or Bible David in Or David and Goliath. That's yeah. a good story. Oh, okay. It's as good as, like, uh, Call of the Wild. Like, why yeah. do I have to read Call of the Wild? Like, that's better than, uh, you know, Jesus teaching all the things you teach. Space. That's it, they're horning in on
0: your, on your game here no. With your tolerance no. And whatever else you were saying In the bonus episode You know who else homeschools, Dick? ISIS Do they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that's all they're reading Is the Quran all fucking day that They're not being taught critical thinking you They're sure what? shit not being taught about our, our values And our ways of life Or liberty or democracy Or any of Western philosophies or principles that, that prevent terrorism Yeah, ISIS is also being homeschooled And they're achieving their goals no, they're not. Well. If their goals are get, get, to get Scud missiles shoved up their asses, yeah. Yeah, probably is one of their goals. Okay.
2: <laughs> Bunch of pussies.
4: Nothing good but grades come from homeschooling. Do you want to turn your daughter into a whore <laughs> or your son into a killer? Yep. Homeschool that motherfucker. That's a fact. Because that's what you'll get. Nothing is weirder than homeschooling.
3: That's, a, that's it's a like a fucking being
4: trick. locked
5: in a closet. Yeah, it's
3: yeah. just like
5: being locked in a closet. That's the end of that fucking statement. Yeah.
0: Vote it up, bitch. Yeah, thank you, Weird Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> yeah. What time did that one come in? Oh, I didn't mark that one uh, down. Yeah, man. Uh, Weird Matthew McConaughey is <laughs> against you on the homeschooling There's a lot of
1: votes it. here. I, there are voicemails. I just want to compile them and put them up somewhere. There's too much. Too many to play.
0: Yeah, yeah I, thought, I thought it was really interesting last time, Dick, that you, you, uh, you asked for uh, evidence that homeschoolers are weird yeah. uh, and not socialized properly. Are you seriously asking for evidence that yes. someone who has no experience being socialized in social situations is not going to be good at it? Well, there is the evidence.
1: No, I would like a guy who tells stand-up comedy while he's dressed as the Green Lantern and a guy who makes all of his Halloween costumes to please explain to me what is a weirdo. That's what I would like. What you I would about? like two comedians to tell me what well-adjusted even means. What, what does that have to do with anything? That you guys are saying homeschool kids are weird. Oh, yeah. You're weird as fuck. Both of you are weird.
0: Well, yeah, sure, but uh, in different ways. I'm talking about, like, in social situations. I know not to do certain things in social. I'm not going to show up to my first day of school with duct tape and a pink backpack and dress as Sonic the Hedgehog. What's wrong with that? (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't wear the right clothes for you? Uh, Dick, (laughs) what's wrong with a kid showing up to school dressed as Sonic the Hedgehog? With a pink backpack? You're going to get your ass kicked.
1: (laughs) Not if he deadlifts. I homeschool that.